0: Jesus Christ. He's take us
1: out. <laughs> he's going to take you out. Like He's going
2: to take all right, each, all right, each me, of you out. He's going to end up under Giant Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jimmy yeah, Hoffa over yeah, here. No, no one's going to find you because no one's scoring there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Nerds of the Round. It is your boy, Tone, from across the hall. It's your boy, Law. And your boy, Sebastian. And this is part two of season two of our discussion of the boys. We have with us Guy and Alex of Wayward Raven.
3: (laughs) Yeah. We are (laughs) talking about
2: episodes five, six, seven, and eight, and our overall thoughts of season two of the boys. Uh, Unfortunately, Law was not with us in our first half, but he will make up for it in this second half of this season. Uh, So I would say, Let's go with general thoughts. What were your general thoughts of season two?
1: Alright, I like to I like to point out that because I wasn't in the first episode, I'll be in this one and I'll put it out there. Season one set such a high benchmark that I personally feel like season two wasn't as good. And it's not that season two was was like really lacking in anything, except Like, season one was so good, it was hard to live up to that.
3: Yep, Because
1: a lot of the, like, the gore fest, the language, like, any of the wild, out-the-world shit that you're, like, got blown away by, by season one, lost that luster in season two. So, I'll say, while I enjoyed season two, it wasn't something that I was, like yo and super hype like go like especially towards the back half the back half i kind of started calling certain things or just like overall just i enjoyed it but it wasn't like oh i can't wait for season three it was like all right let's see where season three goes
2: um it did felt like it took a while for this season to kind of get its its feet rolling like i i enjoyed it i enjoyed it for what it was but i didn't feel like you knew what the season was about, aside from like what Stormfront was doing. And then it really feels like this season was really just to push it along to the third season, to how VOT's gonna interfere with, like get into the more politics of what VOT's gonna do with with Senator Newman. And I think that's gonna be the big key piece there and like how they're gonna bring in and tie it to more some of the comic source material.
0: So I, I'm, well, I'm gonna disagree a little bit. Um, Yes, this didn't have the same in your face kick to the balls like the first season did because the first one had to get your to grab you by the balls, literally. literally. It had to be like, yo, this is the world, here's why you should care,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and here's the parallels with the real world. And now the second one is like, okay, now that we've established things, let's peel things back, set the stage. Yes, it did feel like they're setting up for something bigger, right? But at the same time, I think they. What they were trying to let you know, and this is totally my opinion, is like,
1: hey, here's where you trying to do the good thing goes wrong. I'll piggyback off of that and agree, like, yes, they, they they needed to like kick you in the balls in the first one and like grab your attention, but at the same time, like finish the job. Like yeah. go like hold me there and keep me there. Cause by season too, like, midway when, like, the kind of that initial day started to clear up. It wasn't anything. And, like, the uh, the Umbrella Academy, for instance, had that same similar vibe in the beginning, where it took a little bit of maybe two <laughs> two episodes or three to get the pacing of, like, okay, this feels like it's right again. This was, like, wrapping up some things of season one, trying to uh course correct for what may or may not be in the comic tone can correct me um and then also like give us more backstory but like sprinkled in where it's like this is why this is relevant if you really care about it but if you don't you don't really need to
3: yeah
1: yeah you know i mean, I mean yeah. there,
0: there was me. definitely some things that felt like um set up have that happened in season two that probably would have made more sense in season one Mm-hmm. and there's some things that's like this could have probably waited for season three but they're like teasing it yeah you know like maybe, it, it, part of me makes maybe wonders and again i, I have no insight in the, into the show it's like
1: maybe they weren't sure if they were going to get another season or they just weren't like, sure where uh, things would
0: go i don't know. I, really they, don't
1: know I mean with the with the success of the season one and season two like building up so much hype because even from you know, just like a lot of the promo stuff that they were doing, the pictures, and they're like, Yeah, we're back on set, blah, blah, blah. There was so much hype built out around it that like you kinda you kinda figured that they would get a season three. There was unless this season tanked, and I'm not saying the season tanked, the season was a good season. It just wasn't as strong as the first one. And that's yeah. fine because you gotta maybe build the pieces for whatever's mm-hmm. coming next. I don't know what's in the comics. I don't know what's coming next. Um just
0: to get that out there they've
2: deviated a bit yeah but, yeah they definitely deviated a bit it just felt like they needed it felt like they needed to get their own pacing they needed to establish it their own their own thing get the pacing they use the second season to kind of get the pacing that they wanted yeah. to to pull some of the main points of the comic uh because like where were where we ended season two is kind of how season one i mean it's kind of how the comic already starts where yeah. The boys are already um, financed by the government. You know They're working in the Flatiron building. Um, all the scenes that they were doing, so like with the female going and ripping those dudes' faces off, that happens in like the first comic. Uh, the female and Frenchie were kind of off together and they kind of get pulled back in after Butcher brings in Huey. So it feels like they're kind of making them now under the government. And then uh, the, new, the new thing that they're doing is having Huey work under Newman. Um, who's in the comic, but vastly different, and then I and I think uh, they've made a they well, change.
4: They changed a lot of things in the because um,
3: yeah, one they're, of they're the things
4: them, too they yeah they changed um, Homelander a little bit because um they're talking about a new character that's coming in season three um Soldier Boy That's something that happened in the comics between him and Homelander.
2: We are going into spoiler territory, so Tony Stark has died. I will not spoil like some of the huge twists that happen at the end of the comic because that's fucked up. Right. Uh, but you know anything that they're talking, anything that they're talking about in the show, that right. pulls from source material, know, and it's fair game. So we got we got to be
0: very delicate about comic stuff, but the show was fair game. You said yes, absolutely. Like,
2: like I like, there's a big twist at the end of like the comic that I'm not going to tell you. I don't even know if they're going to do it. There's a couple it. of them. There's a couple but, of them. Yeah. Oh, you you read the- it, Alex? Yeah, 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 I I've oh. got that. the the comic okay. is how
1: many how like where are we at comic wise to like how much left are in the books? Well,
0: so the thing is with the comics, there's they're volumes, but um, the com the comic goes it t- it jumps the timeline, and the show and I was gonna t- say this about Tony in the show they worked for the government, loosely, whereas in the comic they start in the CIA, but things kind of go all over the place and but in the comic there's like flashbacks to world war two there's like all this other stuff too so it's they're they're kind of they're just picking and choosing what they feel like so we should not look at the comic as a guide it's more of a guide not right yeah like game of thrones like i like
2: like like what they're doing with newman because newman's vic the veep from the comic they're just making her they're just they're just making her smarter yeah, because it's supposed to be like AOC like Newman is uh, AOC. Newman is AOC and I think victim people's like Dan Quayle.
0: GW. Well uh, GW well, or Dan Quayle.
2: Yeah, like, like just that. a mindless government drone. Yeah. You know, worked for Vought. like they did the whole thing and they used him in Hero Gasm. And yeah. I know the I know Eric Creepy, I think that's like Cripey or Cripy, Creep. whatever, Kripke, wanted to do season three in Hero Gasm, but they didn't want to make it a full blown porno because then it would make oh. no sense. Your orgasm is. Oh, they've seen it. I've shown hey. them. I've showed them. I showed it to them. Yeah. <laughs> so I think having Newman being the head popper and being the plant, uh, they will probably make it. Probably have to do something to do with her and her plans to get through into the White House. So I, do, uh, yeah. do.
0: You think um, Newman is part of Void?
2: Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. I think. She, I think. I think she's a plant. I think. She, and there's a bunch of things that happen in the show uh, that kind of give you. Hmm. that she's the plant and that she works for Vought. So one, you notice Stan Edgar is always watching her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every single time you go into his office, he's always got her on. And then uh, another thing that happens too is after she pops um, the woman, the, the the head of the, the oh, I forgot her name, Susan. Rainer. After, yeah, after she pops Rainer's head, uh, Huey goes, Frenchie, do you know anyone that could do this? And Frenchie's like, I don't know. And they cut to Newman speaking on camera.
0: So my my theory is if she is part of Voigt, I keep saying Voigt, I have a feeling that they're going to introduce, now that they've introduced Stormfront, they're going to show that there's a rift in Vot, where you have the Nazi side on one side, and then this more ethnically diverse coup, that's like, they're trying to like, they want to take over, and they're using the Nazis, but they want to just push the Nazis away, like that's my theory now, now that you pointed that out, that's my theory, I'm going to just state it now on,
2: on the yeah. internet <laughs> but it'll be it'll be interesting but see that's what you are you talking about the 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 interaction with Sol, with soldier boy and, and homelander during uh yeah. orgasm where they sleep together and
4: yeah because they said that yeah. that's not going to make it into the series because they're they're going in a different direction with homelander i feel it, like
2: it doesn't even like, do anything for him no him, it
4: doesn't it doesn't him, do yeah. and it doesn't do anything with what the show writers were doing because um i feel this season when they introduced homelander's son Mm-hmm. you kind of saw um a different side of homelander from what was portrayed in season 1 where he's just you know straight egotistical um villain type uh, superman it's like he has this vulnerability now knowing that he's a father and it's like now I don't he, know
1: if it was vulnerable i think it's it was, it's, a, I think, it's a it's a it's i think it was self-fulfilling like that's him trying to live out but like, also
4: too it's just, it's the conflict because remember too it, it at the end it was like what was he going to choose was um his popularity or his son and he chose his popularity it's like it, it just showed a vulnerability of homelander and when they did that scene of him on top of the tower like i can do whatever the fuck i want to do again i think that the, he's this it just showcased the season how mentally unstable he is for me that's that's and it's like, he has to be the guy in the spotlight. He has to, and he was like, you know what? I can't give that up. They're going to blackmail me. I'm going to let my son go. So this was just vulnerabilities of how. Well,
1: it's not so much. I, would even black, say I don't even know it's was blackmail him so much as like, if that would were to come out, like she said, like Maeve said, it was more like he would lose the love and then the admiration that he gets. Mm-hmm. So it's not so much blackmail in the sense of like, you know, uh i'm holding this over your head and it's like yeah i'm holding this over your head but i'm willing to go down too and like when we go down that's it we lose all of your you know fans and love and people get to see you for the monster that you are and he holds that so like dear to like he holds himself you see you see that earlier in season one and season two where like for that quick second he was about to like hook up with himself for a quick second. He looked at himself and was like, yo, I, you know, it works. You know what I mean? And it's, it's so fucking bugged out.
0: I, I like that they foreshadowed that a little bit though. Like, cause like it, he did go through that art too. It's like, there was a point where he was like, kind of becoming human sympathetic and then even like, but there was still that tinge of like, yeah, you know, if it came down to him and somebody else, you'd go for him. Yeah. You know? But I think that's just them trying to show up also the, the difference between. Butcher
1: and Homelander.
0: Homelander.
4: Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like- and there was and there was a brief moment where, like, and they do it really well. I think in this show, like, showing that like, you know, it's really two sides of the literal same coin. Because there was a moment uh, with Starlight and Butcher after they got Homeboy's car, where she was like, "Don't fucking look at me like that. Don't give me that look of recognition mm-hmm. or respect or admiration about it." And he didn't say anything and he was like it is what it is that and then you see the the flip with him and homelander you know especially towards the end and he's just like staring him down like yo i'm nothing like you Mm -hmm. like and it's like kudos to the writing team for being able to convey that Mm -hmm. because in this show there's such a blur of like morality and like code like all that almost goes out the window with the show.
0: I mean, to to give props to Kripke, I mean, this is the same guy who did Supernatural. So mm. anybody knows how to write family and the duality of brothers and these epic stories, you know? Yeah.
4: No, I give it up because I'm um, also too. Uh, we got a lot more of Queen Maeve this season. Oh yeah, which Brave Maeve thing? Yo yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's for me. It's like this the season. Was a good follow-up to season, one. and I get what um what what you're saying, on and Tony. Like you know, it it's hard to follow up that first season because the first season was like it's gonna be bam right in your face. This is the fucking world we're gonna give, and I think that with this season we got a little bit more character development and some characters we didn't necessarily get to see too much of. Which again, Queen Maeve. Um, I would say I would say I love, I love, love the arc.
1: characters. <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah, I love the
1: characters, the characters more than good. the story development. Like the mm-hmm. characters in season two top-notch the story itself i could have like you know done or done without. yeah
2: there's the story is what it, exactly i think the story it felt like there wasn't a clear like cohesive narrative of the story up until we get to the end but mm-hmm. character development why i mean like even fucking they made Lighter likable like yeah you know like you know I felt for him no like you feel you really feel you really feel for the dude and like you don't feel for him in the comic <laughs> Like, no, he's, yeah, an, he's an asshole. He's an asshole. And, like, I told you guys before how they find him underneath the building covered in, those, his, in his own shit as, like, a zombie. Like, you don't feel bad for him at all. Right. You know, you know. I, uh, you know, I so. will say the
0: show is... Le- this is one of those, those few shows where I think the, the show is better than the source material in that it really fleshes out the characters. A lot of the characters in the comic are very two-dimensional. Yeah. Um, Huey in the comic, I mean, he looks like Simon Pegg. But he's boring. I do not like Huey in the comic, but I like Huey in the in the show. You know, like even the villains. I mean, like they're 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 more than just cardboard cutouts, like parodies right. of like existing superheroes. They're well, they're wait, interesting. even
4: look at look at the deep storyline. Like what's yeah. going, like where where do we? Well, go I told to you show? the deep oh, is just a, a waste. Fucking, but um, I I I was the one thing that disappointed me. It was just a minor disappointment because they kept alluding to like the whole thing with Fresca. Like, I was like, oh, what, the, what is the Fresca? What is oh, it with the Fresca? Yeah. That was just a fucking mulligan right there. That's like, nope, nothing. It's nothing. It's really nothing. I don't think, I don't think it was a just something. I that, don't think it was a red
1: herring. I honestly think it was, it just it was something, something. It was just something. Think of it, it like this, it's a like a cult
2: uh, thing, it's just a cult thing, that's yeah, all it is.
4: But it goes back to the point that Tony made where they were showing um the their version of AOC, who is the real villain out there. So it's like you're chasing this whole thing of this fresca. What the fuck is this fresca? What the fuck is this fresca? In the meantime. I didn't even think about the whole thing of what this guy was watching with the, with the Senator and everything and all, because I'm like, I'm too busy chasing this goddamn Fresca. But no, it, like, it, I was,
0: I was noticing Fresca. Cause like for me, like Fresca kept reminding me of, um, uh, what's it called? You ever seen that, that movie? Um, let's go to prison with, um, will our, Ar- will our net was in okay, it. okay. And his whole thing was Fresca's and stuff like that. And just, it just triggered something in my mind. I'm like, huh. And so I started paying attention to it. Mm. with well, Newman, like, I knew they were going to do something with her. I just wasn't expecting that. I j- I figured like I bought it I bought it. I thought she was going to be like the white knight for the humans and then she was going to get killed at the end. And then when when and then once they started like I think it was um in the court scene when heads are popping and she's reacting I'm like something something makes me think she's behind this. Something makes me think she's behind this. So
1: yeah, there was like a there was a brief second of me going yo no way and I, I and because of like the head pop in the beginning of the season to like the head pops later on it was such a gap that i forgot that there was a killer who could do that yeah so i'm over here like where the fuck is this coming from like Top what's point. going like what's going on yeah. and then it goes to her and for a quick second i was like nah no way yeah. like yeah and i, I, let, it funny, I purposely- let it go i honestly let it go
2: like when she turns around and kills her chief of staff, when she's like looking dotting around and people's yeah. heads are popping, uh, even when when uh, Homelander goes to her rally, she's like got her eyes deadlocked on him. Like you mm. know, it was one thing I, I was when I was reading and like looking all the stuff up. Like one person that pointed out that when he goes to the rally, she's not she's not looking at anybody else. She's just got her eyes directly on Homelander, just in case something goes down.
5: Interesting. I thought that season two was better than season one in that they did a great job in showing everybody as complicated characters that were, not everything is black and white, things were great. Um, the first season set up the world really well, and then they the second season played into the world really well. Like, here's the world, and this is the people who are living in it. So I thought it was a great arcing thing. Where it's like, here's this, and now because you have this, this is what people do with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that it was uh, that the, the girl with the superpower, when they break through the that uh, facility that has all the soups or making of soups, that they were that, that character that had that power of levitating things and squishing them. Mm-hmm. the bald woman,
1: the tel- um, that that,
5: tel- that was a, yeah, the telepath, that that was a red herring. Like, it's like, here, I'm going to show you this thing, uh, like, that's super on the nose, so it's clearly not them. Um, and I was like, uh, and then when the that scene happened where everyone's head was popped, like, everyone thought it was her, and I was like, I don't think it's her, because it's so on the nose that it, if it is her, and it, like, why would it be her she's been in prison and she's probably not paying attention to a lot of things that are happening currently. How would she know who to kill and what to kill and why to kill it? If, and if she were to, wouldn't she just kill everybody? Not just like selective people? Um, so I thought that was really cool. Um, there, there's an episode, it's like almost all about daddy and mommy issues. Like it's all like all the parents in this world suck. And I really think that's really funny, because the lead is supposed to be, you know, the ripoff of Superman, which his parents are the best parents in the world. Um, Mm -hmm. And so in the the show, everybody's parents suck. So it's like this really inverse of all the things that are happening outside, like Superman, Batman, all the...
0: Family was a big through line throughout the season. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, there was a couple episodes that really focused, like fatherhood, sisterhood, motherhood, whatever. But, like, family was the through line through the whole season. Yeah. I, th- I, think, I think the fresca is, is just a symbol of who's, who's buying it, who's drinking the Kool-Aid. and by Edgar Right, stage, yeah. yeah. Like, he, when he's rejecting it, he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not with you guys. We're just working out a deal. It's, it's one to show his character that he's, he's not making friends. He's mm-hmm. just serving his own interests. But it's also to show who's, who's with it, who isn't with the whole cult and and there's a part of me that wonders now that the head guy of the cult is dead are we going to see the cult again in the next season because i'm wondering if this is laying the groundwork for like if you start like you need to look out who's got a fresca in shots that way you know they're like agents if the cult is still around
4: it, it would be know. funny if they set up the deep to be the head of that cult
3: next it season. might happen i mean they it could do it they could do whatever, whatever they want the with the team
2: they there really isn't much to rip off for the deep
0: can can we also just pour one out for for the eagle eagle D Hunter? <laughs> yo,
1: like he's the one who
0: got him in there. And he's just like excommunicated.
1: <laughs> yo, like that whole process. though, they were like, yo, like he's done. Like the dude yeah. was like, yeah, he was my boy. And then as soon as like they were like, nah, he's he's fucking done. He was like, oh yeah, you're right. I saw want to do some shifty shit. And I was like, yo. And I'm like,
2: it like, Train's looking at him like, are you serious? <laughs> But
1: look you at A-Train. A-Train as as, as, to him. As soon as A Train got back in seven, he was like, "Peace out, I'm <laughs> gone." Like he don't fucking care. Like yeah.
4: oh, he yeah. knew what it was about after he saw how the deep just like turned on homeboy. He yeah. was like, "Oh, you're out for yourself." Because think about it, A Train and this whole thing was being screwed by everybody. He's like, "You know what? I gotta look to out himself. for myself."
1: Yeah, I don't have a lot of sympathy listen. Listen, like. We all, we all can establish that Homelander is the worst person in the entire existence of the boys. However, A-Train, in his own right, is a dirtbag. Yeah. I, I don't give two shits how many times he's done something or looked away or done something for the right. He's in it for himself. Mm-hmm. He just wants to be the guy. Yeah. And he's going to fucking have a heart explode in his chest before he gets there.
4: But also, too, it was showcasing the fact that he needs his endorsements. Without his endorsements, he ain't got shit.
0: Well, that, but that's it's, the thing. Like, that's, he's, he's the pro athlete of the group. He's the guy yeah. who didn't come from anything, and he's just like, yo, this can go away. And that's his fear. And whereas, like, Homelander's doing it because he gets off on the power. I mean, A-Train probably does, too. But A-Train, he's... he's I think out of all like the, the people, the seven, for the most part, like is the realist one in that he's like, I know this can go away. So I'm going to do whatever I can to keep that money train flowing. You know, it's like, and yeah, he's probably very pragmatic. He probably doesn't have a lot of like moral scruples or whatever, but he's real. And like, he's not pretending really to
1: be anything other than, you know. Like technically who's left. It's Homelander. Black Yeah. Black white Black still alive. Yeah. alive, but he's in. He he's has peanut yes. he allergies. Because of the almond joy, yeah, fucking, Which is fucking allergy, allergies. yo! That's... Oh my, taken down by a fucking almond joy, fucking poetic. I love,
3: that's... I love that's... how
1: they kept
0: referencing almond joys in this, in shit. The yeah. That's why he told. Oh that's God. why he told
2: the chick to throw it away. Yeah.
1: That's...
2: When he went, when he went to her, she's like, oh, "You got." He's like, "You got to throw that away." That's hilarious. <laughs> I can't have those peanut particulates in the air. But like yeah,
0: um so I mean Stormfront's not dead yet.
2: I mean stumpfront.
1: Stumpfront. Yeah, she can come back as Storm Vader. Um uh, yeah. How I wouldn't like I I'm saying as faces of the seven. Like she wouldn't come back as a face. No, she would not come back. She it's, she's it's, been out
2: as a villain It's, um, it's, Star, it's Starlight, it's Starlight, Starlight maid, Homelander, A-Train. A-Train. And, and that's, that's, it. that's it.
1: Because noir, no noir is on noir. Well, black,
2: well, black noir is like this, but
0: that's why they're well, getting to, back to Soldier fair, Boy. To be fair, it's just a guy in a suit. They can just get another person and be the new black noir.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like you uh, know, I think Soldier Boy is going to join the seven to bring them. To uh, bring, yeah, I think so too. Bring, some, bring some, America back mm-hmm. into it. Uh, now,
0: with, with, I'm I'm kind of curious. In your thoughts since you read the books. Are you think they're going to ham him up as much as he is in the book? Are they? Are they going to make him like a straight-up Captain America, or is it going to be just he is the current Soldier Boy?
2: So they're not doing the current thing. They're saying okay. it's the same one from World War II.
0: That's interesting.
2: Yeah. So in the in the comic run, Vot does uh, does the trials of the superheroes. They do. There's an A train. There's a couple people with the same names, and they go into uh, into battle and they screw everything up for the allies and get themselves killed. And so, like, the Soldier Boy you see in the comics is not the same one from the World War II. Yeah. But this one, they said, is the same one. That's interesting. Um, yeah. So I think Also, that like, in the comic, he has, like,
0: a really, like, Archie Comics way of speaking. Like, like gee golly gosh. He, like, he talks like... Yeah,
2: he's really all...
1: Yeah, it's like... <laughs> he's it's, like Robin. He's <laughs> the hyper <laughs> yeah. version of Steve yeah. Rogers. Yeah.
2: yeah, no, it's... That's like, all it, these guys are. They're a, hyper he's versions. Like, he's like, like a thinking, real too. mockery of Captain America. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, like, Homelander is like a, like a really Not fucked Superman. up, like a fucked up switch of Superman. Right. But, but Soldier Boy is literally a... He's the Boy Scout. Yeah. It's like...
1: It was funny because I tried to explain, like, the boys, like, to, like, one of my friends who hadn't watched it yet. And he, I was like, just picture the, the seven, like, the worst possible ver- version of the Injustice League. Yeah. Like, the Injustice League is bad. The, uh, uh what was it, Earth 2 or Earth 3 version of them Uh Great. with Owlman and, and all these other guys. Fucking terrible. The boys are worse. That universe is far worse.
0: They're worse because they're pretending to be the Justice League. It's it's
4: like the Dark Reign version of the Justice League. If pretty really pretty about much Right. It. It's pretty much as if the Justice League got together with the Thunderbolts. Yeah. those concepts up. That's what it really is. Because...
1: It, it's they're not per, they're pretending to be the heroes just for the sake of being heroes, mm-hmm. and it's all some grand illusion. just like, oh yeah, la la la. Yo, when the rug gets pulled back, the fucking money that they're throwing to keep themselves afloat is astounding.
0: And you got to think about it too, like how much money is Vaught shelling out for the for the seven, and how much money they're actually making hand over fist because like when Edgar dropped that bomb company. he's like we're not a superhero company <laughs> we're a pharmaceutical company and then you think about it they have their knockoff Red Bull they have like shampoos all these little products and they're sitting on this thing that literally gives you superpowers like it really makes me wonder what is their end game why because they're obviously I want tech to want more of Edgar
1: huh I was disappointed I didn't see more I feel like we got enough of him to like wet the palate and be like, okay, cool. But I'm like, he's either like a really badass character that we just haven't seen more of, or he's going to be a throwaway. And I'm hoping that he's not a throwaway because it's such a good character. They're not going to
2: throw away Esposito. That's a waste. Listen,
1: listen. (laughs) The flex on Homelander, when Homelander came in there, beating his chest, he was like, calm down, buttercup. And I was like, oh, (laughs) shit. Like, I was... I loved it, but at the same regard, like the the way he spoke, and he was like when he spoke to Butcher, he was like, "Listen, that that's a white man's luxury. I don't have that." And I was yeah, just yeah. like, "Fuck!" Like he's he's literally Lex Luthor. Yeah, he is Lex Luthor, yeah. and I love him so much because of that.
4: I I think we're gonna see more Stan Egger definitely in season three, but I I just like the fact that. They gave us enough of him this season to know that oh, this is why you run vault. You have your oh, yeah. fucking finger down on these mother like on everybody, and you're not. And the thing is, is that the way how they spun everything, even when the compound V was leaked, and how yeah. he was just calm through it all, mm-hmm. and then they, the way they spun it, it's like yeah, he he is what. Definitely. What
1: other skeletons? Do you think they have now? Well, that, that
0: that's what that's what I'm saying. It's like it's it's not like they had to spin it. They're just like, no, we we're pl-. like he's probably pissed that like no, they leaked it early. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> Yo, probably-
2: facts. Because they're testing uh, it. Because he knew about the testing. Yeah. There's, there's there's nothing happening that he doesn't know about.
0: Yeah. They're you basically know? umbrella corp. In fact, I would I, if they were to do next season, if they were to say, you know what, like, if they were to show him with 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 that the, the guy who gets his arms cut off. And he's like, yo, good job. You leaked it right when we wanted you to, or you did it too early. That would have been like, that would be icing right there. But okay. it was,
4: he, he, the guy with the arms that got self cut off, um, uh, he was, Is he um, his name, Gecko? Gecko, he right? Gecko. yeah, he was blackmailed yeah, yeah. by a star, starlight. to. to... yeah, but yeah. I wouldn't
0: be surprised if he's like, you, you fool, you did it too early or something like that. Do you,
1: um. do you see them like, cause ultimately, uh, the, the, the compound V was getting into the hands of people who were making themselves like super weapons. I firmly believe that they are making their own villains, yeah. they literally are mass producing their own villains to keep their stocks and numbers for their. Well, that's, what up. Home,
2: that's what Homelander did, that's what he was doing with A Train. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, he, one.
2: yeah, yeah, Homelander
0: and A Train were doing it for super villains, but what Vault was doing was making super terrorists so they can sell it to the military because. Essentially, Vaught in season one is an arms manufacturer. That's really what they are, and mm-hmm. and they they're creating essentially a poison in this form of superheroes or supervillains, and then creating the antidote too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it to me it seems a little too excessive to create these superheroes, but at the same time, it's like they're they're creating the problem that they only have the solution for.
2: And now to thank our sponsors, the Nerds of the Round is brought to you by Enbeyond. Make sure to use the code "Get Nerdy" with it to get ten percent off merchandise and services such as web hosting, printing, and more at nbeyond.com.
4: So, I have a question for you guys: How did you feel about this season's team up of Queen Maeve, Starlight, and the female?
2: Oh, you mean the, the you mean the jab? The jab? Did we just call her chemical?
4: Do mm-hmm. we not call her chemical?
1: Is that not a thing yeah. that we do? The
0: females
2: but,
1: are her, 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 her yeah. alias. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> like she I don't even know if she's called Kimiko in the comics. It's just the female.
1: Ah, okay.
2: But, um but yeah, it was a total jab at the at end game thing. Cranky mm-hmm. even admitted to it. It's just a jab at it.
1: Out of all the characters this season, I was the most like interested in hers and I mm-hmm. liked what they did with her, especially with her brother. Yeah. Especially with her relationship with French like, towards the towards the end where like you get to see that dynamic of where Frenchie, where Frenchie was coming from and why he did what he had, like what he felt was right and why she's been like, so like guarded and like how she is, for how she is. And I think like them realizing that is a very true thing. Like, you know, you have people you care for and your friends that you're just like, I'm trying to help you. And it's like, I don't need you to help me. I need you to just be but there I she... when I fuck up or whatever, the, whatever I need you to do. And him realizing was like, so like, I was like,
4: out, I think she opened I think she opened up more to him to Frenchie was the episode when they broke into the facility and then when Frenchie saw lamplighter and that she saw that he was going fucking nuts and it was like he wants to kill this guy it was like you know she saw a different side of Frenchie because remember before they broke in there she was just wasn't having it with Frenchie right and but, I think that, that, that hip- she saw how broken he was it was like explaining oh. that
1: story that's a, even uh uh M.M mm was like yo we would have gave you the pass and he's like what makes you think i want to get off the hook
3: mm-hmm.
1: like yeah. he's there he's like fully he's teenage, so like yep
0: i i love the dynamic between kimiko and frenchy and just frenchy i just really like the guy you
2: know? yeah <laughs> the actor who plays him. I-, I just like i like the you know the dynamic between the whole group you know mm mm-hmm. and all of them i think they really mm-hmm. pull it off i've uh, really i've been well.
0: watching um on youtube they have like the you know cast press junket stuff that's and their chemistry is amazing but I I do like the after show with Aisha Taylor, that they do. It is really good.
2: Is it good? I never got a chance to watch yeah. it. I haven't. I haven't seen okay. that.
0: I mean, it's because it, you get to show the ac- all these actors are funny people. Like Ant- Anthony Starr is just hilarious, um, and like and and uh, what's his name Jack Wade. He's he's a he's a fanboy, so it's even even funnier seeing him. <laughs> yeah.
2: Also you, know, also, you know the when when Frenchie says the Katniss Everdeen line to him, you know he got killed by Katniss. Oh, I didn't know
1: that,
0: but that's He's great.
2: He's He Jack Quaid is in Hunger Games one. Yeah, oh, that's two. right!
1: <laughs> I completely forgot. Yeah. Oh, Bravo! Good yeah. pickup, kid. Good yeah. pickup. So
2: when Frenchie says that Katniss line, it's literally because of that.
1: That's That's weird. fucking hilarious. Yeah. They, they I, I was laughing.
4: I was laughing this season because also too, Mother's Milk was watching Outlander, and I was like, really? I mean, I want to know what's gonna happen now with the kid. Like, you know, they because. They had the kid um, accidentally killed the mother. Um, and I
1: had a feeling, man, and I had a I was like, yeah, gotta, I saw, gotta keep I saw... source material
2: somehow.
0: Butcher is actually this world's Batman more than Black
1: Noir is.
2: I can see that. yeah, yeah, yeah. we ha- we haven't seen tech that yet.
3: No.
1: well, yeah. actually that would make <laughs> that actually makes more sense because yes, Black Noir would be the Batman in the seven. But if we're talking about, like, dynamics, essentially, Batman and Superman have always been, you know, the the two sides of the same coin who Mm -hmm. fight for justice, but in their own ways. Yeah, Homelander and Butcher are two sides of the same coin that are essentially doing what they feel is right for whatever their goal is. Whether those Mm -hmm. goals align, they're the same person just doing it differently. Like, had... Butcher had powers and gone down the same path, he would end up being Homelander and vice versa.
3: Mm-hmm. You think that he
4: would have been Homelander?
2: I mean, Homelander ho- well, Homelander's Homelander because of the way he was raised, too.
3: Yeah.
1: Right. But, but I think, yeah, like we said, we saw Butcher and how he was raised, but also look at all the circumstances that led Butcher to where he is now.
0: And you on know? top of that, like, if you really think about it, Huey is Butcher's canary, but Ryan. Was Homelander's canary? The difference being, and they both kind of got to this point where they like, they like, do I think about my canary, or in, you know, in the case of like Son or Huey, or do I go for my own thing? And where we start, he, um, uh, Homelander is all about his kid, whereas Butcher is pushing away Huey. But at the end, uh, you know, Homelander is like, screw the kid, I'm all about self. I'm gonna jerk off on the rooftops. Whereas Butcher finally is, like, embracing Huey and takes Homelander's canary. Mm-hmm. So it's like these two characters are faced with their humanity in a way, and one rejects it, whereas the other one begrudgingly accepts it, you know? It's yeah. that same mirror.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, Butcher, he had daddy issues, and Homelander had mommy issues. So another...
3: Literally, yeah. Ooh. Yeah.
5: I think, I think because of the dysfunction functionality i really loved homelander because it's like they're 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 introducing a character saying here's a character if raised incorrectly uh and given more uh given the power to do whatever they want what would that person do with it who didn't have a good moral compass and who didn't uh who wasn't raised well and raised under these kind of conditions what would this character be and i Mm -hmm. think they would do a really great job of showing that and then at the end to give that character that moment of humanity where everyone was like oh for a moment you think he's going to even through all of that maybe come back by choosing his kid over himself i think that was really great writing and then to again uh, give that redeemability, like throw it out the window by pushing him aside and doing the thing he did on the roof uh, shows like this is what could happen to somebody if like they were dealt like all the wrong cards, did all the wrong things and even was given a chance to come back. Like in a movie or a book, that never happens where it it doesn't work out it in the end of a book or a movie it happens where that person takes the chance and is redeemable and everybody loves them and whatever i love that they decided not to do that with this character
1: the dynamic that ended up happening with Stormfront and homelander i didn't see coming until i did like i i i realized it was happening and i
2: went Oh, he's a oh, he's no. a perfect white Aryan man. Yes, <laughs> it was and it was going to happen. Like the minute she, she, the minute, it, minute she sees her, she's like, "God damn, your eyes are blue!" And it's like, yeah,
1: like, was like oh. <laughs> it was one of those things where, where, like, I'm watching it and going, like, "What's her, what's her, what's her angle?" Like, what, remember when I first got introduced her? I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, cool, cool, cool. And then the minute and episode started, three
2: happens, yeah, and I was like. Mm- okay, let's, let's, let's pump yeah. the brakes on her. I, like, I, I, I thought I told you, too, that, she was, uh, that they were good. She was going. She's full-on full on Nazi. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
2: I mean, if, if
0: you've read the book, yeah, Stormfront is literally a Nazi. And in this one, knowing, like, when they talked about who they cast and why that mattered and all this shit, I'm like, okay, when are they going to drop the swaps? Yes. When are they gonna like? Is, are they? Is she gonna rip off her shirt and see like tattoos everywhere? Is she gonna have like pa- like swastika pasties or something like that? I, like,
1: oh gonna that? my god, <laughs> no, I would I, not put it past them, and I would have fucking been here for I, it. I, One I thing it. that
0: I noticed, I, I, I don't it. know if you guys it's noticed this, she had the American flag, yep, in black, yep, in reverse. Yeah, I but saw that. that. That I noticed that right. I mean, I knew whatever they were going with it, but I was looking all these little pieces of. A yep. flare she it's had so- and i'm like that's the one thing i'm like it reminded me a little too much of like a certain flag that i'm not going to mention because then your comics are are going to explode
2: but uh <laughs> well you you got that you had the thunderbolt earrings and yeah. then the eagle on her belt which and the is- literal name stormfront which was and a the little uh, name was a, was a website yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. like uh but yeah. i i i enjoyed what they did with Stormfront, well, stormfront, how they did it because it's in the comics Stormfront isn't like that big of a deal you know he's yeah. he's full-blown nazi he's got the swastika on his goddamn cape uh mm-hmm. you know he's just like he out was with there the, with like, it.
0: extra like an extra obvious homelander yeah like the he's part the name of homelander is a little too nazi yeah
2: you know and he's part of payback and like they're a second tier yeah. group and he just won't change which is why he's not mm-hmm. in the forefront you know and they beat him up like when they when the women are like stomping out Stormfront in the yeah. show. That's a callback to the comic. They do that when he loses his eye. Uh, the female rips out his eye, but in this time, uh, Becca stabs her. Um, but yeah, I, I liked how they did. it. I like how it was like a subtle burn. Like you had the you had the moments when she was by herself and she was being like super racist, super Nazi. Mm. But they did it more so of like the times of white supremacy. Uh, nationalism and then you get the little yo, her in the past. The or the white genocide or so or my or the the point, where,
1: the point where the point where uh like they come out as a couple and you see the rally that they're at and I was like oh yeah my God No no like, did you hear what they were saying yo oh, everything Oh that my they, god I was yo
0: it and was they said, so... and, they,
2: and they said T's and P's I'm like no nah, I'm done man Bro, there were so many things that in
1: that fucking it felt like forever. But in that five minute, let's say, like scene, I was so
3: uncomfortable.
2: Well, just, and then and then you had Fat Neil killing the store clerk. Yeah,
3: yo, no. yes,
2: that and was like,
1: the whole time. Yo, you know what that was for me? It was literally like me watching Watchmen all over again. Yeah.
2: And I thought that I thought Fat Neil was her meme guy. Yeah, that's who I, I thought. Too. That's who oh. I thought it was originally. Up until like you keep watching, and because he's got all the postures, you just think he's a meme fanboy, mm-hmm. and it's just he's just kind of taking all this rhetoric in, and he talks to the clerk, and the clerk's just being pleasant, you know, saying whatever, and then yeah. you know he fucking he fucking kills him, and then they cut off to the rally. This was it was like watching The Watchmen all over again, and I, I
1: was just like in awe-struck because I'm looking at it, and I'm like, yo
0: this it hurt hurt me like I did not I did not want to watch this season mainly because I knew once they introduced Stormfront I was like okay I know exactly what's gonna go and it's like the same reason like I had problems like a couple years ago reading the the Star Wars prequel novels like Tarkin and Rise of the Empire stuff I'm like it's a little too real man it's it's a little too much i think it's it's
4: it's 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 that callback because it's like this is like comics for years um have always touched on a sense of realism and the times um and i think that what we're starting to see with these shows is the fact that you're getting a little bit of that where they're using Mm -hmm. things of yeah because um We'll we'll take it to the show. Um, Scandal. There was stuff that Scandal was doing a while back that they held off on because they were like, "Oh, this is feeling too close to reality." This just was like, you know what? No, we're gonna take stuff that's in reality, and yeah. we because it just shows that there's that herd mentality of people and that fear and people. It's like it's 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 being careful with your words. And this yeah. is not something going. People grab onto that. They're they're and they're showing the 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 onset of social media, how people are plugged in, and that was what Fat Nia was doing. They. I it.
1: I appreciate I appreciate every moment, but I also was like. It it was like a very like like it was hard a dark pale dark it pill, was a dark like a reminder like. Well, I was, as, like, you know, I, he, was, he, he,
4: I was, I was, mean, I, I was like, holy shit! Like this was, it was a yeah. really dark. And, and, it's reminding it, you, like, this is what's going on outside of our window. Yeah, it's right. Going now. on, yeah. it's
2: what, it's what that kid did in Wisconsin when he drove mm-hmm. over thirty minutes. Like,
4: yeah,
2: you know, well, that's just, the thing. It's, it's,
4: it was that kid. If you think adult, about sorry. it. It was the darkest. I mean, everyone's a kid to me. Like, not. we've <laughs> had moments in the show that are dark. But that was the darkest moment because he wasn't a superhero. He wasn't a supervillain. They showed that he was an average person because of the fear that they created. He went out there and he did something horrible. And it only took the intro to that episode which is like okay they captured a really dark moment right there yeah Mm -hmm.
2: and it was a montage like it was him seeing the same guy over and over it was it's not even like a random person that he saw that just looked different it was the same guy who he had a daily interaction with
3: Mm -hmm. and he was like
2: i'm gonna bring my gun and just shoot this guy because i saw a squint in his eye
0: i mean we 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 all we all grew up in new york right you you remember what it was like after 9-11 yeah, you No, know, I mean, I, that's a, that, was neighborhood, that, that was
1: exactly that was, my thought. That was yeah. exactly my thought.
5: I think that moment not just was fear. I think it was also a person who already had an extremist outlook on life, who then gets their information and news from someone of power who also has the same blindsided closed-minded extremist view and what that does to someone who can uh through media and through technology who's easily um influenced yeah uh, what that can do to somebody so i don't it gives, know it, it gives I, them the I, reassurance I that, that, that whatever yes, they're exactly. doing is
3: okay
4: yeah and to me and, and to me that was critical. great writing that was great writing yeah. right there because it was yeah. a few seconds it was only a it wasn't even a whole, ep- it was like, boom, this is it what was like open. Yeah.
5: yeah. Yeah. But it, it, I think they were exploiting his fear versus yeah. it being a, a, a thing, uh, an action of his, of fear. Like, he might not have done that if Stormfront wasn't on TV, you know, the power that be, or that he thinks is the power that be uh, influences that. him. Well, no, go ahead.
0: No, I'm saying it's 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 not just the influence. I think they're really trying to show how someone becomes radicalized. I think that's what yeah, he, he that's what
5: he, it was. To me, he was already radicalized. Well it's I, I, just he that just, he, he needed, just, needed the he push. Had, yeah,
4: yeah, he had someone of power to co-sign. Yes, his that's radicalization.
5: what I'm
3: yeah. Exactly.
5: And I'm and saying he, if they did if he didn't have that, he still would have done something wrong but it wouldn't have been in a sense of rightness and like that he was a hero. It would have just been a one man's agenda to fix something. Like the when he did it, he felt like a hero. And I don't think he would have felt like a hero if someone who is a hero was on TV going, this is the right thing to do. He might've just felt like his own sense of justice, but, but even not like and, a hero.
4: But even so, it's like how they also like, they panned to them denouncing his actions, but then going back to their message. That that part, especially when they politic polit,
0: politicized the fact that he went out and murdered someone he thought was a supervillain, and they're just like kind of raising him up, saying, "Hey, we're kind of saying that you did a good thing," you know, and and like that. It that, was.
3: very yeah. But I was just interested.
0: What right now.
5: exactly did you feel like you disagreed with? that, I didn't hear your. Um, my my
0: my disagreement was that i i thought he i didn't think that he was rad that he was skewed toward that before like i thought it was the actual message that was radicalizing him like that's where i was kind of like
3: you're saying like he's
0: just a regular kid like like it was kind of like the whole GamerGate thing of like all these kids who might who just thought it was funny to have like nazi memes or to be dickheads until they finally just start like saying like drinking the kool-aid or drinking the fresca and become essentially neo-nazis
5: to to me to me he seemed more like the two the two kids who uh bowling for columbine you know the that story. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. where he, they they felt alone scared and had their own view of life <laughs> but, and then yeah. saw a gun yeah. basically her
3: mm-hmm.
5: and said that they're gonna get back their privilege or uh, or to be heard by doing this thing. But that's, that's how that's I felt. How a lot of,
0: lot of these guys are radicalized. They're, they're these outsider yeah. kids. Yeah. At worst, they might they might be the creepy weird kid in your neighborhood. But right. what's been going on the last 20 years is this, radi- this. what I'm, I'm just going to say straight up, this alt-right neo-Nazi rhetoric sure. that's been going around has been radicalizing these kids. And some of them just they grow up and they they just become these alt-right douchebags. But now there's so much of it out there, it's showing these younger kids who grow up and idolize these guys. Like, I mean, I I I I don't remember exactly how right-wing the 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 Columbine kids were, but I know they were they were a little they had issues. Like one of them was really a little too neo-Nazi. I think um, and I could be wrong on that part, but like just that culture of like indoctrination it, it just it's not just an all-right thing i mean it happens all over the world there's like yeah. it's just been going on for like the last 20 years there's this message of like fundamentalism this message of like killed your 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 enemies you know and it's just they're, they're just taking it with superheroes now in this show
4: it, but it's, it's
0: it's too real man yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah.
4: It was a lot of like great imagery about that. Like again, we go back to the cults. I mean, even with the one with um they painted Homelander on the side of a barn with instead of the American flag, his cape was the Confederate flag. Um, they again the symbolism of what Stormfront was wearing. Um You mean
0: liberty, and, yeah.
4: And even like, you know, the whole thing with Liberty, um, it's just again this season. Again, you can see the two parallels of the two seasons. Like the first season, smack dab. We're in your face. This is the world in. Season two, character development. But then there's all these nuggets that it has in there of what it's doing to push the story, the narrative of how we're going to see these type of heroes function in a world that it, has all this stuff. And If can they take...
1: can double down on those, like see the nuggets that they planted, then season three is going to be amazing.
4: Oh, yeah. But they
1: dropped in so much that it's gonna take them really figuring out what that like through line is throughout season three that ties and nicely connects everything it doesn't have to be nice let me not even say nice but connect something in a way that like keeps you there because that's like me what me and tone said what lack from the season where you know you're dropping in this and this you have this story going this I have no problem with main story and subplots. But this wasn't it. Like this wasn't the yeah. it didn't feel like there was a like main focus. In a way,
2: right? Yeah. And I, I think I think this season I think the way they did the way they did the beats didn't work for a week to week release.
1: Not at all, man. You know, it
2: just like it feels like the first three episodes we got, and the first three episodes were like an arc because we dealt with Kamiko's brother, and then the revelation that Stormfront is Stormfront. But then you're going week to week, and you're like waiting for something. Like you have a a a two episode arc with with Lamplighter. Like you meet meet you meet Lamplighter, you learn about Lamplighter, you redeem Lamplighter, and the next episode he takes Huey back to the tower, and then he kills himself. Like it just feels like this i would probably watch when i watch the season again next year watching it as a full eight episodes will probably make it better but waiting week to week while well, like you get that like i can't wait to see what happens next like in the i was
1: the opposite decade. what do we need from season three then like, i mean what are I, our takeaways so, are Hero so,
2: I mean, we're <laughs> definitely getting hero they said they're doing it season three but i wouldn't be we me and my wife were talking about like potentially doing a time jump um and the only reason why I say time jump is because I think we need to see Newman. I don't, I don't think we have the time to see Newman rise up in the ranks mm-hmm. to eventually become president because I do think that's the goal for her if she's a plant.
3: Yeah, I,
0: I, I, you
2: know? I wouldn't
0: be surprised if the time jump happens between season three and four. Like mm-hmm. they build up Newman's yeah. rise and maybe it's her, her presidential campaign or rising to be president or something like that. And then we get a time jump where she's like going on her second term. Because I, I, I agree with you that they probably, if they're going to use the kid, they need to age him up a bit.
2: Yeah, and I think, and, and Alex, you finished, you read the whole comic, right? I,
0: I, I got a few volumes and I can't remember where I left off.
2: Okay, so you don't know, like, the twist that happens at the end in the White House? I know
0: of one specific twist that I don't want to mention. Okay. But it has to deal with uh, the man in black.
2: Yes, and yeah. the, the thing I'm thinking is of that, they're going to switch out. They're not going to yeah. do that. And they're going to use Ryan, is what I think.
0: That would be interesting. That yeah. would be interesting, actually.
5: Yeah. But, but it would be crazy for the other twist with the dog. Yeah, it's right. How does it feel not know what the fuck
3: y'all talking about? <laughs>
4: <laughs> the good thing is, though, with season three now, because if you think about it, the first two seasons, the boys have had their backs against the wall. They've been the outlaws. Now they're coming in season three as government sanctioned agents. So that's gonna be an interesting twist of how to, you know, utilize well, that now on the show.
1: That's if they I want to see the conversation that they all get that pulls them back in.
4: Because no, at they this they, point, they technically we know
1: that there's a season three and they know like hey you guys can do this if you want to. Mm has no reason to do this. Straight up MM is like, yo, like I have no reason to do this. But the look, thing look, is, is that look what happened with, 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 with his kid and his wife.
4: Then with mother's milk, though, before everything that happened, he was already doing this when he they were working for that out. lady.
1: He's out. He was out. He was he was working at the uh the prison reform.
2: Yeah, he did the stuff with Mallory, then he got out. Okay. And then Butcher got him back when he got Huey. And well,
1: then you have and then you have uh then you have uh Frenchie and, and uh Kimiko, they have no reason to come back, you know. Yui is working for Mallory, also has no reason, uh, not Mallory, uh, is working for Newton, uh, right.
0: But actually, that you, th- this is an interesting thing, though, because basically, Butcher is the only one working for the government to smack down superheroes, but um, Huey is working for Newman. Mm-hmm. So, I see the two budding heads next season. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like that's, and I I wouldn't be surprised if the reason, like, the boys get back together is because either something happens to, like, maybe um, MM's family because of that whole thing, or if they come together to keep Butcher and and Huey from killing each other. Yeah. But I, I do think Frenchie and Kimiko have more reason to join just for revenge, really.
5: So, Stormfront, when she met Homelander's kid, she said, you're the first natural born superhero, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
5: So, and that's around the same time we saw the factory uh, still needing to perfect its thing with compound V. So my thing was her ulterior motive was he has to be the key to this compound V thing because he's the first natural born Superhero, so he might his blood or DNA or something might help solve this thing that they're having with Compound v, that they have to give it to everybody. And then Newman being on their side, uh, like the same side Stormfront is, but on the the opposite end, um, now gets wind of in season three gets wind of that. And that when the kid went because they take the kid, and now Vault has the kid that they're going to be running tests on him and trying to figure out if his dna can i guess be the solution to this thing and it's uh because huey is now working for newman he's gonna somehow find out about that Hmm. Mm -hmm. and he's gonna be like a kind of double agent where he's like this can't happen because once this happens the, the whole thing will be tipped in their
3: favor.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right?
5: That's interesting.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's a theory. Yeah, it really is. Like, Ryan is a real wild card. is definitely a wild card now because <laughs> they were just raising him with Becca because they wanted to see what would happen. And now Becca's out of the picture.
0: I, I would actually even say Vought probably doesn't
5: want a naturally born superhero.
4: They don't want
5: him But they might want his DNA Like what his potential But remember
4: Vought Vought didn't have him At the end remember Butcher was supposed to Give him to those Vought agents
5: No
2: no no but the the government government Has him him. him. and I think Newman knows knows about him Because they were talking in the house So Newman's Newman's probably going to get
0: Get get him under her control somehow Yeah. Yeah Yeah
2: Uh, Alex Guy Thank you for joining us On this awesome episode Of the Nerds of the Round We hope you enjoyed our discussion For the second half Of The Boy Season 2 Plus any insights That Law had given Since he was not able To join us for that first half Uh, So it is I Your boy Tone From across the hall Your boy Law
4: And your boy Sebastian
2: And we will see you On the next one